episode number 415. It's really become my mission, having been in this industry for quite a long time, to help marketers get more from their money and to actually correlate their advertising to some action that's been taken. Welcome to the Be Real Show with Travis Tutal and Hoff, where we talk about life, dreams, social media, and business. Well, hello and welcome to the B-Roll Show with Travis, Too Tall and Huff. Folks, you know your boy is always fired up, ready to bring you a little fuego in your days, nights, weekends, or whenever you are listening to the show today. But after this show, I think, especially if you're in the buying business, especially if you're buying media and you're wanting to know, is this working? You know, there's the, the quote, I don't know if 50% of this is working or 50% is not. You know, there's this famous quote you see traditional media has always had. But now we live in a different world, a digital world, a programmatic world, uh, and a world that our guest is really helping people and businesses and agencies all over the globe do on a daily basis. Mr. Lewis Rothkoff. Lewis, are you ready to be real? I'm ready to be real. Good to be here with you. Absolutely, my dude. Before we get into the business, the nitty gritty, the, 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 uh, the tools and the software and everything you're doing, were you always into business as even as a kid? No. Really? No, I, I, I was supposed to become a, uh, a TV news anchor uh, or wow. similar and uh, went to school for communication and, and took a couple of advertising classes and, and figured out like, huh, here's a way to do something sort of similar, but actually make money when I grow up. Right. Uh, and I originally thought I was going to be on the creative side of advertising, um, but just happened to graduate college right at the dawn of the dot-com era back in the late 90s mm. and discovered this new thing called digital advertising and digital media. And, you know, the, the rest is kind of history. What was the first digital media at that time? Because, I mean, we've taken us back that's 22 years ago. Um, there's a lot of things you can do now. Obviously, we know. And, and, and you know, I was shocked. Amazon now is one of the biggest advertisers. You know, it's like in That's a few right. years, a few years, all of a sudden, they just popped up a really lucrative advertising business, which is for people that are trying to target consumers, a place that people are at. So That's right. you kind of want to learn about it if you haven't tested Amazon ads at this point. Um, but back then, what was it? Back then, what was it? You make a really good point about the the famous Wanamaker quote of 50% of my advertising is working. I, I just don't know which one. Um, we're trying to solve that. So go all the way back to the beginning of, of banner ads, you know, call it 25 years ago. Gotcha. And you undertook an effort to target that has really become derided as being called spray and pray. I don't really know where people are. I don't really kind of have the data to understand what's working and why. I'm just going to run a bunch of ads. Very similar to early TV advertising and early radio advertising. The problem is that doesn't work. Um, and the bigger problem is that was 25 years ago. But in many cases, it's still the situation today. Right. Uh, and 25 years ago, maybe there was an excuse, right? The tools were new. The medium was new. Nobody was really an expert in digital because the thing was so novel. Um, but that's not the case any longer. And there's no excuse today for not understanding where your advertising is working and, and where and why. Um, and if you don't know that, well, then what are you doing? What are you doing with your client's money? I, I, dude, absolutely. And time and time again, what you'll see is people, because the platforms themselves will just take your money. 
I mean, Facebook and Google and all there. I can tell you if it, you can get a click a little cheaper, you can get a little, a little more efficiency on that one. If you change the buy or the bid or the, the keyword or the, so a lot of times they're going to keep your stuff higher and you're not going to get as much value too. If you aren't in those ad campaigns and understanding the, the results, if you want to say, even back in the day, right. Even back in the day, um, because time and time again, I'm always shocked. People are just, they just run an ad and then, and then they, sometimes they say this didn't work because they didn't do anything right. Um, right. Another thing you see a lot in digital media is that people think that they can just flight it in a one week or one month thing. And then it just, it's, it's, it's done. You know, it's like it maybe works that way in a, in a heavy manner. You know, you put a big budget in a week to promote a sale for that weekend, or you have a really targeted campaign that you need to get sales for that day week put the budget in you know for that day immediacy um but in most cases even back in the traditional marketing when i was in abc television till today it's that consistency model that really works it's like picking a day part owning that nighttime audience owning that daytime audience being there consistently in their head maybe with a different message or maybe not with a different message but that consistency in marketing is what always wins and that's what kills me also about digital is people kind of they, 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 they think that it's it's a, a set it and forget or they, they, they set it and forget it and they say it doesn't work and then or they don't do it at all, you know, and it's yes. uh, very interesting. Obviously, agencies and businesses that most of our audience knows you can't live without these things. Um, what are the types of businesses? Uh, obviously, we talked about the agencies outside of agencies and, 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 and that model. Do you other work with other specific businesses directly as well? So all of our customers are agencies gotcha. uh, who represent a bunch of clients across um, the spectrum of, of channels. Right. Um, you make a really good point about set it and forget it doesn't work and not really understanding if you, that you can't just run the thing for a week or two weeks and hope for the best. It's equally important to make sure that you're optimizing your campaign and that you're measuring your success uh, to metrics that actually matter. So what you're still seeing, sadly, is what people were doing to advertise online 20 years ago, right. which is to manage to click-through rate or to manage to cost per action. Gotcha. And those things really, they look good, maybe, um, but they don't really tell you much of anything, right? We've long known that the people that tend to click online are not the, ten- the kinds of people who tend to buy stuff. Gotcha. Um, similarly, should we really be giving all of the credit uh, for a attribution to a website or to a broadcaster that displayed the ad the last time that the user saw it? Of course not. What about all the exposures that took place before then? So right. our company's mission is really to help marketers understand the incremental impact that their advertising is having on their business. So rather than saying, okay, so Travis saw the ad and then Travis bought the sneakers but what if Travis was going to buy the sneakers already anyhow? Should we be right. it to the ad? Right. So di- differentiating between those users who saw an ad and took an action because of it, right? That's the incremental lift versus those users who saw the ad, comma, and went and bought the sneakers anyhow, regardless of whether or not they'd seen the ad, they were going to do it. Got you. That just even helped to help fuel the flame uh to the fire and obviously it's incredible that we have technology to be able to track these things that's one of the main things when i moved into my social media business um after just a smart conversation with the buddy said hey people are gonna need their facebook pages managed we moved on it but earlier than that was um you start seeing abc.com we could have our clients advertise on there versus abc the broadcast and on abc.com i can now see how many people actually saw my clients 
um, uh, uh, television or not television, right. but it was it was essentially their television ad that we just put on digital. And that was the epiphany right. of, wow, I can actually now show my clients actual numbers of people that are seeing their ad. You know, obviously there was a little bit more engagement on uh, you know, how long they were watching the ad and those things too, which is, I mean, those things were in the beginning of in still markets, like in the Central Valley, we don't have a wired market. So we don't know that even in a wired market, it's still a sample set of the whole market. You can't really right. know everybody's data. So that is the beautiful thing about digital. What are some of the things that the agencies are having uh, cumbersome around issues with in this 2022? I know a big thing we're seeing is employment. A lot of customers trying to figure out how to drive more employment in their businesses before the 2020, uh, you know, and, and, and the, the whole thing we've gone through the last couple of years is it's been, diff it wasn't difficult then, um, but now it's becoming more difficult. Back then it was more like, hey, get as many sales as possible. Let's get this. Now it's like, hey, we got a new restaurant location, but we can't, we can't serve efficiently if we don't have a hostess and a line cook and some of these jobs. So it's interesting how some of the, the requests of what they need now with their marketing and especially social, which you can do with social, have changed and evolved now. Um, as obviously, if you're busy already and you then need someone to serve food, you just want people to, you want to get right. them out. No one wants to wait for two hours to, you know, for your restaurant or have bad service at a restaurant. Um, and so that's another thing that they're all trying to figure out too, is how to kind of win with the customers that are already there. But obviously most businesses require new blood, new, you know, exposure, new, you know, uh, promotions. Um, what are some of the things the agencies are going through? Yeah. So employment's an interesting one because it really speaks directly to the importance of targeting correctly and efficiently. Mm. Um, you know, again, going back to the very beginning, you could target by zip code, maybe you could target by DMA, but right. do you really know, do you really have the ability to understand what is working in those, um, in, in those locales? Are you driving foot traffic? Are you driving online signups? Are you driving, you know, click to the landing page to learn more about the opportunity, regardless of whether you're selling a job or you're selling a hamburger. Um, critically important to understand, am I reaching the right people? Okay, good. Um, and now am I convincing them to do something because they saw the advertising? And it's actually quite simple um, to measure that. Uh, in the case of online uh, conversions or online sales, you know, relatively straightforward. Right. We partner with folks to help us do um, foot traffic measurement. Okay. So are we getting the physical bodies into the physical brick and mortar location? Um, one that helps us measure brand sentiment. So maybe people um, don't want to work for this company because they have a bad view of them. And so they run an advertising campaign. Um, was that campaign successful at changing people's views um, and then driving more of whatever the KPI happens to be? Or did those just migrate organically over time and the advertising was not worth it after all? That's what you got to draw the line of distinction between. And pull that cord if it's not working and and, uh, and say it was a good test. And then let's go do another test. Another great That's right. part of marketing is everything is a test, right? And That's then right. once something hits, then boom, you roll up, you know, you, you really capitalize. But then don't put so many eggs in a basket that you're so afraid to not just run Correct. these tests. You know, I think that's the thing that's silly about a lot of the stuff in uh, nowadays, because you can run tests with a hundred bucks, 500 bucks, a thousand bucks, whatever you want to do. And then you can kind of get the results and, and uh, see what happened. Like see you said, and, and now obviously even bigger 
with um, bigger buys. So tell me, like, what are the size usually of the customers' campaigns that you guys are working with nowadays? It ranges anywhere from, you know, $50,000, $70,000 to a million dollars yeah. over a month or, right. or, or a couple months. Um, it scales really well. So you, you can be that very small local neighborhood advertiser right. and get a similar experience um, and a similar outcome if all goes well as the much larger advertisers with much larger budgets. Um, that's the real democratization of digital marketing that you really didn't see back in the very early days, but mm -hmm. things like programmatic helped usher in. So true. And every single agency, if they're not talking about it, they're wanting to learn more about it. Programmatic right. advertising is just becoming more and more of a, an apparent space carved out from all the, I mean, there's so many things in advertising. If you just say advertising, you think That's about right. print and digital. I remember back in the day, it was like $700,000 for like a Cosmo page, one page nationwide distribution, but 700 G's. And I was That's like, right. holy shit. That's a lot of money, boys uh, and gals. You didn't know what you didn't know anything about it. Now think That's about right. if you do a seven hundred thousand dollar test campaign nationwide, what you could find out from that test would be so different, in my opinion, from the branding that you might have gotten in that page. So advertising has evolved. But there's still ads in the, in that uh, some of those nostalgic stuff that's kind of coming back. And from some of my customers that are in that business, they're, they're starting the print stuff is kind of maybe now got to the point where it has value in some cases because they're starting to bring down the price, you know, um, to meet some of that value in, 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 in the convergence model, you know. But let's just be real. Digital is slowly and continually taking share, if you want to call it. We always say market share back in the day. Market share from competitors, from all the competitors in advertising. I mean, you think about it, right? Like everything you're doing, you know, I always tell my dad, we're not going backwards in time with Tesla, baby. Uh, you know, we're not going back to horse and buggies when we got Teslas, baby. Uh, and it's the same thing with this business, right? Like we only can be going forward. We only can be getting smarter, right? It's about coming up with the right mix. So you could be running a digital first campaign across uh, websites, across streaming audio, uh, across even digital out of home, right? The digital mm -hmm. signboards that we see on the streets now and on the highways. Right. But you could also supplement that with a Super Bowl buy, right? You could also supplement that with that magazine full page. Right. Because as we know, as marketers, you have to reach consumers multiple times before you can make it persuasive. Uh, impact on what they're going to do. Sometimes that's as many as 13 or more times. Right. So that one full page ad as the entirety of a marketing strategy, not going to work. Doing the full page ad as part of a larger multi-channel buy is a really good idea in many cases. Right. And because the prices come down compared to when it was when I started in the business in 2005, for instance, it was, it's just night and day. And that's like, right. I, I always just get, I always use that example just because you can do so much different things with that now so it's you're right in a big picture combination, folks. We know it's that combo effect, but let's just be real. Digital is slowly, slowly just crunching away at, That's right. uh, at everything because it's it's just more efficient, more effective, and the things that you can do um, are are gonna always win. Um, and I think, like I've always seen in my business, when to, uh, you know, 2009 when we started the social media agency, it's always changing. You know, the That's right. algorithms are changing. The things you can do now we have inbox messaging. Now you have job application things and it's always usually getting for the better. Some things are challenging. Some things, you know, you gotta, you gotta take it on the lumps and learn. And, but, um, overall I would say it's getting better, you know, and, uh, what do you think the future looks for this kind of industry? More automation, gotcha. uh, 
more accountability, uh, more understanding why your agency or why your technology partner is making the decisions that they are, more personalization, um, more respect for consumers and how we use their data and remembering that the consumer is not there to be exploited. The consumer is there to maybe be persuaded to buy your shampoo, uh, but not to have their data used without a fair exchange of value. Right. People are starting to finally catch on that like. They are. People are catching on. Buyers are catching on. Publishers are catching on. And critically, governments uh, around the world are catching on. And, you know, there's these things like the GDPR in Europe and the CCPA, the California Consumer Protection uh, Privacy Act in California. But those are not the only reasons to treat consumers with respect. The number one reason to do so is because you should treat consumers with respect. Uh, They deserve it. We're all humans, they deserve, baby. Yeah, you know, they, they deserve to have a fair experience online. They deserve to have a fair exchange of value between their data and perhaps free access to an online newspaper or, you know, a utility site or something like TV show, something like that. So there's got to be this balance between uh, reaching users, but then also not doing so in a way that's creepy or exploitative. Yeah, like some of the algorithms now on Instagram and stuff, they're literally listening to you, folks. They're listening to you, folks, and then they can preserve those ads. Oh, hey, let's not talk about Starbucks. Hey, all of a sudden, I got a Starbucks ad on my Instagram. Uh, real interesting there, Instagram. Good job. The only way you can change that, guys, is you can turn your microphones off in your set of settings. That is one thing you can do. A lot of the apps have that already set for you, and that's obviously for you to record videos and your stories. But when they use that option, they also are recording something. Let me just promise you that. Uh, it's part of the fun, baby. It's part of the fun of the platforms. And it's what you sign up for. And I think we all do like, like you said, advertising that is related to us. We just want to know that our data and our obviously privacy is not going to be used, exploited, blah, blah, especially in this time and day where things can crazy things can happen. You know, people's uh, Instagram gets hacked instantly. And they're trying to hack a hundred million other Instagram accounts. This is wild. The, the interesting things that people can do, obviously. And so you got to be, you know, scared about that and also just be vigilant in a way but we want to know that these brands like you know they have our back let's just say that they want to have you got my back target amazon you got my money in your bank baby because i'm transferring it to you when i go shop to you you know at your store hey just protect me a little bit you know what well, i mean and it's just good business too right no brand wants to have the front page exposure of a data breach for right. instance right or, or of using consumer data in a way that's not permitted or that's contrary cool. to their own privacy policy or contrary to law. So I think there's a much bigger push from advertisers to ensure that their data are being used and the consumer's data is being used in a way that is appropriate and legal. And most importantly, I think respectful. Right. Like a couple of years ago, the things we could do on Facebook ads, we could target a lot of things on Facebook ads that we can't do today, you know, but that, and that's just, it's, it's an evolution. We have to evolve. We were able to do some crazy things with targeting on the ads but now you still have, can do the targeting, but just different. Um, different. Now, my, my, my dude, before we get into even more about the business, we're going to get into the top 10 with you. Are you ready? I am ready. Let's go. Apple or Android? Apple. Apple. Netflix or YouTube? Netflix. Netflix. Instagram or Facebook? Instagram. Instagram. Chicken or steak? Chicken. There we go. Laptop or a smartphone? Both. Bang! There we go. I like that. Dual, dual. Dual. So much done on the dang laptop or the desktop. Uh, Spotify or Pandora? 
Pandora. Pandora, the OG. Movies or video games? Movies. Movies. Reading books or listening to books? Reading books. Reading books. When you're thinking about diversifying portfolios right now, it's a tough time for us investors. Stocks or real estate? I am savvy and uh, careful enough to not make any recommendations in our extraordinarily complex market in which we face ourselves. Um, other than to say uh, there are smart people like Warren Buffett who uh, who have better ideas than I. He's been buying, too. He's been buying. He's went on, He went on a buying spree this year already. You know what? We should all have such a good track record uh, when we get up to that point in our lives. That That is a, a, a good thing to wish and aspire towards. The crazy thing about his story, too, if you read The Snowball, it's about, it's I don't know how long the book is. It's a huge book. I listened on, on uh, Audible. It's like mm. 18 hours on Audible on 2X. Uh, is that a lot of his gain of wealth happened after he's 50, folks. So just yeah, remember, it's never right. too late, baby. Stay that's invested. Right. Uh, oceans or lakes if you're going to go on a vacation right now? We're out on, ocean. The, on the plane. What ocean are we going to go to? We're going to go to the Pacific Ocean as bang, soon as bang. possible. Come out to the Pacific. Let's go to La Jolla. Let's go to San Diego. Let's go to the, the beautiful Carmel. We ready. That's right. Uh, and then a few more things here. When you're waking up in your day, my dude, you're getting ready, pumped, energized to run the business. Change the, the 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 landscape of advertising here every day. Um, why do you love being you? I'm excited to help people. You know, we've we've seen an industry that uh, has not grown uh, and not kept up with the pace of change um, in in many ways. And it's really become my mission, having been in this industry for quite a long time, um, to help people, um, to help marketers get more from their money, and, and to actually correlate their advertising to some action that's been taken. So um, I'm excited to help people. And, and look, you know, we're, we're not saving lives here. It's, it's digital advertising. Let's, let's, you know, keep some perspective, right. but you know, people spend lots of money on this stuff. Oh, they deserve yeah. for it to work. Totally. And they waste a lot of money that you guys can help them with too. So let's just be that's real the idea. Saving them money it only keeps their more employees employed. And that, that's a big cycle right there. You can't waste money in this world. Especially right. at uh, six, uh, I think it was six seventy five today or yesterday when I filled up my gas tank in California. A lot oh of money, gosh. baby! It's like one hundred twenty dollars on the tank, baby. Let's go! Uh, I would say it's ordinary and necessary in the business, though. So never forget that. If you're in taxes, my dad's an accountant. It's ordinary and necessary in a business to have gas in your tank to go see your customers. Never forget. That's that. right. Um, do you think you'll ever retire from business, from entrepreneurship, running the agencies? You know, I think I may retire from the pace at which I've been going for the last twenty right. something years, but I don't think I can ever walk away from it. I think I'm, I'm it, it's too it's become too much of a mission, too right. much of my life's work uh, to make this stuff work better. Do you I don't find see that, myself walking away from it? Do you find like the business side is like more difficult than you expected because you're not necessarily like coming from that background? No, I don't. I think if you produce a good product and you help customers get what they're paying for out of it, right. then your business is sure to follow. Um, it's hard. You know, we compete with behemoths. We compete with Google. Um, but that's true of almost everybody um, yeah, you can in, never in have... almost any business, right. right? Almost anybody in any business competes with Amazon. But that doesn't mean they stop trying. Uh, and right. it doesn't mean that there are not great solutions that are not the behemoths uh, that many uh, marketers and, and customers take advantage of. Right. And that's the interesting thing too. When you have a great business, is that all a lot of the other problems figure themselves out, baby. Let's go. Right. 
That's right. And a lot of the entrepreneurs that have on the show that you know, the greatest uh, successful entrepreneurs, they know how to find those right people, put them in the right spots, replace the things that they hate to do, replace the things that they're weak at, you know, these things. And then just the business is bam, bam. That's right. You have a routine on starting your day. Let's see. Uh, get up, grab my phone, uh, which is such a bad practice. It, it's just terrible. It's but habit though. I do it, throw my glasses on, uh, try to uh, try to catch up on the news, catch up on social, see what the day is going to look like, Right. get the kids to school, get some breakfast down, get the dog fed, uh, and get out the door, which sounds like a lot for an hour. Um, and yet we managed to do it somehow. It's crazy. It's crazy. I know with having kids, it's a crazy. Yay, get over here. Come on, let's go. I got a three and a one-year-old, so I'm just still getting going here. But uh, it is uh, lots of corralling to do. Right. Yeah. Quite the challenge. Quite the challenge to get your day going here. And uh, but it's always good to it's always good to have that time with the kids, too. I always remind myself that, they, you know, they're going to grow up fast. And before you know it, you're going to miss them. And uh, you're going to miss those times, important. miss those precious times with them, you know, that you get uh, whatever that is, even if it is corralling them down. Wiping buns, whatever we got to do, baby. Is there a skill that you're trying to master right now? I'm learning German. Really? Uh, I spent the last several years of my life uh, trying to learn German. Wow. I'm I'm picking up just enough uh, to become uh, able to order food at a restaurant as long as no questions are asked of me other than what would you like to order? That's cool. Uh, It was there not too long ago. And I did so proud of myself for um, going to the checkout counter and, and buying some things. And I spoke to them in German, it's a credit card. And then they asked me something. And I said, I am so sorry. I have no idea what you said. And they said, paper or plastic. So, um, you know, it's baby steps, it's right? Learning, a little baby. bit every day. That's, 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 that's the way we learn. Does it. Yeah. Yeah. But you're, but you're trying to progress is the coolest thing about life. And that you're like, we're always trying to learn. I think the greatest entrepreneurs, like it's the, the Charlie Munger is the life is uh, a great life is a full life of learning. And uh, I just always love that quote. Uh, Are you using a tool or app to help you with that? I'm using Duolingo. Duolingo. Uh, I I love that. I think a, almost a 1200 day streak. Wow. Um, of, of which my children and I and, and my wife are extraordinarily proud. That's awesome. Uh, something a little, bit, a, little bit, a little bit at a time. Let's go. That's what I tell everybody. Five minutes a day on anything you want to do. You take a That's hobby, right. five minutes a day, boom. You know, put an hour That's a week. Right. Don't go crazy. Just do an hour a week, but be consistent because people forget. Without that consistency, comes and goes. Oh, I want to do That's this right. one week. Oh, I want to do something else one week. Be consistent. And you got the B-Real show, baby. 10 years almost gone. Let's go. A couple last questions before we roll here, my dude. If you could sit down tonight to a steak uh, or chicken dinner, we're doing chicken, chicken dinner tonight. uh, Who would you want to sit down and chop it up with? David Ogilvy. Dang. One of the, one of the, the, the great, great godfathers of our industry who had a almost preternatural ability to understand what was going to move the market and what was going to move consumer behavior. Um, there have been some greats who have followed him, some really brilliant women and men who understand our business, but sometimes it's useful to go in the time machine and um, order steak with somebody who did this a long time ago. And has done and been resilient. Global offices, huge company, big, big That's business, right. folks. Uh, go check them out. Ogilvy, just put them on, put it in Google and you'll see, you'll see. You'll see. Uh, and then is there been a book or, uh, you know, something that just sticks to your soul that you either reread or you just kind of uh, just feel like, I love that book. I love that. If you haven't read Project Hail Mary yet, I I, I can't possibly highly uh, enough recommend it. It's just, 
it's fiction, um, but it's also quite plausible. Uh, and it's just a great ride and, and uh, could not recommend it more from the same person, Andy Weir, who wrote The Martian, uh, which is likewise a fantastic book and movie. Absolutely. Absolutely. No doubt about that. Uh, and then to get into the business, if anyone's listening, agencies, business owners, you're gravitating, want to learn more about the tool. Where can we send them to learn them more about the tool, Lewis? Go to martin.ai. Martin, just like the person's name, .ai. And we are really proud of having a section on our site that contains points of view, perspectives, news articles that we think are relevant. Doesn't cost you anything. You don't need to become a customer. Just check it out and let us know if you have any questions. Because this is, as you can probably tell, stuff that we like talking about all the time. And we'd love to talk to your listeners about it. Let's go get them better results, folks. And then you personally, is there a favorite place for you to hang out on social? We uh, At Lewis NYC on Twitter is where you'll find me. Nice. At Lewis NYC. So we got that in the show notes. We'll be tagging you in the, uh, in the tweets as well. Well, dude, I appreciate you, man. I know it's not easy being a dad, especially in our type of industry that's ever evolving, ever needing. Our clients are always asking what have you done for me lately, baby? That's but right. you have the tool to do it, especially I believe now more than ever, AI is helping change our business, our life, our world. If you're not implementing in that in your business, you're losing a lot of time, efficiency, money, and you're leaving it on the table. Keep them employees in them seats, folks. And my man, Lewis, is helping you do that. I want to thank you again for your time today, folks. You've been hanging out with Mr. Lewis Rothkoff and Travis Tutalan Huff. We want to thank you again for your time today. And let's keep being real what's another epic episode and uh if you enjoyed the episode today can you please do me a favor and subscribe to our podcast the b-real show on itunes or your favorite podcast platform and also take a little time today if you don't mind and give your boy t huff a review i would really super appreciate it and thank you so much for listening today do you want to get featured on podcast guys you can be a guest and that's right you have a story and the people uh, the good folks at i love podcast that's i l u v podcast.com do that every single day this is a new company guys in the space of podcast agency and they realize a lot of the people in the the space are just it's just a commodity and they don't care. And these folks care. And I literally love Kenny and the team at I Love Podcasts. And they are doing it right for their customers. So you guys can be a guest on a show. I love podcast.com. That's I L U V podcast.com. Let's go.